Hi, hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Another Space. I am your host, Namar Parchment. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a model. I model for Nike, Levi's, Calvin Klein, Boohoo, ASOS, Target, just to name a few, all in a bid to try and make the fashion industry a more diverse and inclusive space for people that look like me. On Another Space, I'll be sitting down and kikiing with some of my favourite creative minds, people that inspire me and others, people that are disrupting space, and people that have something important important to say. In this first episode, I sit down with influencer, model, stylist and fashion icon of the future, Jennifer McKean. Essence named her one of the black fashionistas to follow because of her fresh take on style. She has shot with Arc and Nike and is in the process of launching her own brand with her sister. And she's my really good friend and Scorpio sister. We talk about how her Congolese heritage shaped the way she sees fashion, being a black woman navigating the influencer space and what rappers are in her DMs. Remember to follow It's Another Space on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at King Parchment on Instagram and you can follow Jennifer McKing at Jennifer McKing on Instagram. Now get into this theme song produced by Reese and vocals by Tia before the episode starts. Hope you enjoy. wanted to start by saying thank you so much for being on the podcast it's my pleasure appreciate it um so the world is kind of crazy at the moment yes very crazy at the moment um we've all kind of just started coming out of lockdown and quarantine mm-hmm. how was quarantine for you it was i don't know it was a roller coaster mm. that's the perfect way to describe it it was like a blessing in disguise But um, at the same time, I feel like it was definitely an up and down experience. Mm. Like I would say um, in the first few weeks of it, I was just like, it's lit. I'm a Scorpio. I like to be inside. (laughs) That was me as well. (laughs) I'm not trying to see no one. Mm. Um, But, you know, as it... As time went along and it started to, you know, drag out more and more, I started to miss my friends mm. and the people that helped my mental health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so crazy because it I, I think for so many people, me included, I didn't really realize how how important my friends are to me and my well-being. Right. Talking to people, I guess bouncing ideas off people, just being around and catching jokes with people. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much... Um, that affected me right so you spoke about your ups and downs during quarantine what were some of the ups the ups was i was able to focus on myself Mm. i was able to really like create i didn't have any time to really sit down and focus on what i could do what can jennifer do i never had that time because last year i felt like everyone was on go 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 Mm -hmm. go go like i was on go go Mm -hmm. go 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 you were on go yeah i was doing so much and you know this year god said sit down Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then i was able to focus so the first three months of quarantine 
I um, got into doing 3D design. Oh, yeah. Yes, so I so. literally trained myself how to create stuff on a 3D software mm-hmm. called um, Clo. And the reason why I wanted to do that is because I just always was, I've always been into technology, techno stuff, techno, the techno world. I've always been into that. And um, I wanted to design on a more advanced level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love drawing anyway, mm-hmm. but to be able to really design your stuff in a 3D way where you just see your stuff just already made on a mm. model it's a whole different experience and i was able to do that in three months that's crazy. well shout out to you <laughs> and uh, what were some of the downs other than i guess like missing your friends and i guess just missing overall interactions what were some of the downs or some of the challenges you found during quarantine um i'm not gonna lie my scorpio self loved that that ish P- that was me that's my scorpio <laughs> self so just so everyone knows <laughs> me and jennifer were both scorpios we both have the same birthday and it's mm-hmm. scary sometimes how like alike we are and yes. how like in sync we are. Mm-hmm. So when like when quarantine happened, we were both kind of happy because we were like, this is our vibe anyway. It's like yeah. we're Scorpios, we, we're recluse, we stay to ourselves. So yeah, we were kind of into it. I stayed to myself, got to save a bunch of money, yes. got to like just chill, relax, you know, take a break that my body did need a kind of year long break because mm. last year I didn't have any stops. Mm. You were on go. Yeah, and I felt the drainage of it this Mm. year, 100%. Yeah. Like, quarantine literally helped me rest. It helped me put on a lot more weight. Mm. It helped me, you know, just be mentally more focused. And the downs, again, it was just not seeing people like yourself, Mm. not seeing, you know, my other friends and Mm. stuff like that, not being able to, like, travel to see my other friends yeah. abroad that was the downs that i really mm. didn't un- i didn't really know how much i needed the people that i love i, d- I didn't know how much i needed them mm. like regularly yeah <laughs> like yeah but apart from that yeah it's just been ups it's yeah. been a a quarantine full of focus strategizing just trying to plan for the future Mm. so i can't really complain yeah i think for me it really put a lot of things in perspective obviously you know last year and even this year before lockdown like mm-hmm. i was traveling a lot like every yeah. day i was on a plane See, i was on the go i was on this the go like crazy mm-hmm. and i think it really put into perspective for me like what's important and what what matters and what i need to put time in and what i need to feed and nurture and all those kind of things right um yeah so <laughs> jennifer yes the fashionista oh my god okay (laughs) in regards to like style and fashion Mm -hmm. i think you're so inspirational i said i've been telling people jennifer is the influencer's influencer (laughs) like she's your faves favorite influencer oh my god and i think a big no no worries a big part of who you are as a person Mm. comes from your congolese background and heritage yes um, could you speak on that? How it's influenced you? How it it seeps through your fashion choices? Just it yeah. might be a lot because I know it's it, a lot. I'm already thinking about my yeah. child. It's gonna be a long history lesson <laughs> for y'all. To, nah, but um, yeah. Um, obviously, as people know, I am Congolese. Or well, if you don't know where I'm from, 
not from, but my parents are from Congo. Mm. I was born in London, but I came from a very heavy cultured Congolese family and household. Um, my first language was Lingala. Mm-hmm. So that's my native language. Um, and all I've ever seen is name brands, mm-hmm. logos, mm-hmm. fashion, even in the music, like um, with Papa Wemba, he's an artist in Congo that mm-hmm. passed away, God rest his soul. But he always used to like really promote brands. Mm-hmm. That was like the marketing strategy in Congo. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a, a brand is hot when an artist, you know, gives it a shout out in a song. Mm-hmm. So like if Papa Wemba said, yeah, I'm wearing Balenciaga, Everyone's, Everyone's gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it was one of those ones. Um, and in the Congo, like, the fashion scene is just so underrated. Like, mm. it's been going on for over over a decade. I will say though, go on, go you know on. I say, you know, I say this to you all the time. <laughs> go Number on. Number one, yeah. First point is, I feel like the real ones know about the fashion influence <laughs> of Congo, <laughs> and it's no, and it's no, it's no shade. Go on, the, the real the ones The point you choose. I can't, I can't. But I always. But it's editorial now. It is. It's high fashion. Okay, 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 okay. You know, Congo started the pointy toe, the pointy shoe, um, crocodile shoes. Okay, yeah, we did did. that. But I always Mm -hmm. say, even though Jamaica and Congo are like very far apart from each other, the style is so similar like yeah very similar like the colors the even how we do our hair yeah nails everything yeah. no but you're so right like with that like what you said with the snake sh- uh snake skin and the crocodile shoes mm. you know that was a big thing in congo mm-hmm. like the pointier your shoe was the more you know mac daddy you won oh so there was like a correlation between the like it was yeah. it, it, they were they wanted to be mac gala like they wanted yes. to be wow like mm. extra look at me like yeah you're gonna come up to me and ask me where my shoes are from because mm. they're so extra you know but i feel like fashion for the congolese people were, was a way for them to express mm. their personality people don't understand congolese people are so funny mm. and i wish you guys could like understand like congolese movies you know you have nigerian mm-hmm. movies but congolese movies also like showcase the fashion mm-hmm. and the humor that my people actually mm. have. So I just feel like that has always inspired my whole being. So I was kind of set up to be this type of fashion forward girl. Mm-hmm. Cause that was all I saw growing up. You know, my mom and my dad used to match mm, the yes. clothing. Like my dad used to, you know, do these funky hairstyles. And my mom used to do, crazy hairstyles mm-hmm. and my dad's the most political man you'll ever mm-hmm. meet with multiple degrees yeah. but he likes to dress mm-hmm. nice you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's that's you know so that's what influenced me yeah so yeah what was your thinking back because you did say that going to a congolese party was like going Ooh. to the met gala Child. so yeah thinking of like your first fashion memory or Ooh, your first child. recollection of like fashion was that at a congolese party yeah 100 percent. break down the scene for us oh my god <laughs> oh my god oh my god back in the 90s congolese parties you guys did that 
You guys did that. I'm not even gonna lie. Like right that right now, it's still lit, but the 90s was a whole mm-hmm. different time. You gotta remember, like I was very young, mm-hmm. being exposed to so many, so much. Like my my parents were very like fun parents. There wasn't really like the traditional Congolese parents. They mm-hmm. were very open minded. Mm-hmm. So we would go to like um you know family parties that will be like the Matt Gala. So when mm. you go in, you know, you, you're you sitting at your table and you're just watching people walk in. Mm. Yeah. You're, mm. So imagine... Looking at all the Yeah, looks. imagine the entrance of Matt Gala. You know mm. how people walk mm-hmm. in? Yeah, it's like that. Like, you'll have an uncle with his Dior shoes walking in and he's lifting up his fucking... Sorry, can I... <laughs> you can he's, swear, he's, you can he's lifting up his... He's bloody shoes, so you can see the fucking logo at the, the bottom of his fucking shoe. It's m- mental cow mm. skin from top to bottom, mm-hmm. like outfits. I was, as a kid, I was just so confused. I was mm. like, what is going mm. on? But they were so into it. Even when they're dancing, they're like, they have their tag. Mm-hmm. They're flaring I've up seen, their, mm-hmm, you know, they're mm-hmm. flaring up their shirts. They're like, yeah, you know, this, that, and the third, like, this is Versace, you bitch. Like, yes. you know, so I was just like, wow, this is crazy yeah it was very it was so i wish i know there's a video there's videos everyone that's hearing this if you're congolese and you have them home videos if you have (laughs) a video of a party please share it like we need to share our our culture more Mm -hmm. so people can get a little glimpse of what we were exposed to but you know um yeah that's how it was it was very it was it was, it was a lot of love. People mm. just gas you, throw money at you. If you dancing good and you in your freaking Dior, mm-hmm. Christian Dior, Dior, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you rocking it well, you're gonna get you know that money. Mm. You know, so that's how it was for me growing up. I always saw the aunties and uncles just dressed going off in crazy drip. So you you crazy. said your parents were open minded. Mm-hmm. And I know with a lot of first generation children, huh. when you tell your parents you want to do fashion or something out of the box, mm-hmm. they kind of either, I guess, give you the room to just kind of test it out or mm-hmm. they tell you like, no, you should be doing, you should become a doctor or a lawyer. How was how was that for you telling your parents you wanted to do fashion if you did tell okay. them at all? So this is where it got very confusing mm-hmm. because... Like I said, my dad was into politics. My mum my and dad both graduated and went to some amazing schools in Congo mm-hmm. and also continued their education over here. Mm-hmm. And my dad was very business-minded and he had his own business over here too. He started his own business and he was very successful in that. And um, so when I told him, um, well, I told my mum first, that I wanted to do fashion. Well, I was taking up business anyway. Mm-hmm. So I did business in secondary school. Then I did it in college. But halfway through college, I was just like, no, I want to change. Mm-hmm. I want to like, I want to swap. My, I want to do fashion because I'm into designing. I'm very creative. And um, I want to tap into that more. But it's something I've always known. Mm-hmm. Like I've always loved that. Even when I was in secondary school, it, I felt like I was, I was living a lie, like doing something that, even though I'm good at business, mm-hmm. I don't love it. I'm not passionate about it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to change my course in college. And I told my mom and she was like, you know how African moms are. Like she respects my dad a lot. Mm-hmm. 
So she was just like, yeah, I support you, but you're going to have to run run this by your dad. Mm-hmm. So I had to run it by my dad mm-hmm. and he was not having it. He was not having it. And I was confused because I'm like, but you guys have exposed me to this fashion yeah, world. Yeah, you've grown up around like, fashion. It's kind of The reason why I love it so much is because of you guys. Mm. Why would you not want me to to explore this mm. but i just feel like at the time you gotta understand timing is everything we didn't have instagram we mm. didn't have all these things that we mm-hmm. have today it was a very weird time for fashion and i think for for, for um designers and all of that stuff because they didn't have the platform or the exposure at the time yeah so you're you're going to your your uh, your uncles or your your mom your african mom saying oh, i want to do fashion they're looking at you crazy because they're not like can you even make money doing yeah. that but you know me I, my gut feelings are always strong. I was just like, no, I'm going to be successful in this. Um, and I'm going to go with it. And yeah, so it was a bit of a challenge trying to get his mind to agree with it. But then eventually he was just like, you know what? Do it. You could do what you yeah. want. I support you. That's good. It's not even that deep, but yeah. you know, I'd, I would rather you do finish your business yeah but i will say i'm gonna we're gonna touch on like your parents influence on you but i will Mm -hmm. say you and jasmine have business acumen (laughs) and i think you guys are like some of the most some of the smartest people i know um when i think when it comes to business so i think your dad should be and is very proud of you because I'm oh, assuming yeah, he sees it now. something that you got that's something that you got from oh, yeah. him. So one hundred percent. How would you say your parents have like influenced even the way you see business or the way you move through day to day in life? A lot. You mm. have to remember my dad was like the first generation mm. calling these people out here. He had his own business. So he had to learn so much. Mm. And as a kid, like me and Jasmine, we were like sponges. We were watching our father. Like we heard every conversation. <laughs> we was there and um he also would speak to us and as we got older when we could understand a little bit he'll take us to his job and stuff and we see a lot of things and he kind of taught us a lot even when he had elves he would tell us mm. like i've had elves and this is how you can fix your elves yeah, that's and, the only way to you learn know what i'm saying i've learned so much about business from my dad is mm. crazy that's why everything i do i am going into a business mind because everything you want to do is a business mm. in life so you you've got to yeah I understand that's why I'm I'm saying like life is so funny because yeah I wanted to be creative but if I didn't do my business studies like for real I wouldn't be like I wouldn't have the mindset I have today in terms of looking at fashion not only as a field to be creative but to be a good businesswoman at the same time mm-hmm. that's very important yeah definitely mm-hmm. and yeah I think you're obviously outside of like this podcast and stuff we talk a lot mm-hmm. and I think you are like very inspirational and very like tapped into like business <laughs> and you. how to maneuver in different industries mm-hmm. in an appropriate way mm-hmm. um I was gonna say oh my gosh okay so I saw that you said mm-hmm. in school you used to like dress up your uniform <laughs> Jen I used to do the same <laughs> really? thing oh my gosh that, when really? I saw it I was like this yeah. is if this is too much i got sent I, home a free time same I, and, do you know what ended up happening i never wore a school uniform and then they ended up kicking me out of the school oh snap in year 11 oh, they kicked me shoot. out but i used to come in with like my zara skinny bad jeans, bitty vibes right i used to come in with like my little h&m cardigans because you know h&m was like 
girl. Yeah, it was school. that. You was the it girl. Like I came in with my little H and M side bag and my mm. wallabies and my ki- like. It was yes. a lot. Yes. Um, so how did you used to jazz up your uniform and where did where did the need to jazz up your uniform come from? I was just so. You know what? My soul just knew that this this place. <laughs> I just looked at the uniform like it's so, so ugly. Like mm. I just could not wear this. So I cut my skirt. I used to do some stuff with my blazer, put like little brooches on it, mm-hmm. like glam it up. And you know, I used to learn from Jasmine. Jas, my yes, sister Jas. Jasmine used to do it too. And I was inspired by her because she went into secondary school before me. Mm-hmm. So she would be like, "Yeah, you know, you got to do this." And I was inspired by her. So I was mm. like, "Yeah, I'm gonna cut my skirt. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm not gonna wear this like this. I'm not gonna tuck this in." Mm-hmm. I always used to try and customize my uniform. And I did get sent home for cutting my skirt short. <laughs> but you know what? It just, it's crazy how life works because you never, you'll never know that it started that early mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Like, it did. I was subconsciously doing these things. And um, I used to have the latest, oh God. In school, that's a whole, the experience it was crazy because I used to lo- love like Paws Boutique. Mm-hmm. So I'd have Oh my like- gosh, everyone <laughs> did with it a million charms <laughs> on the bag. I would love the Paws Boutique, the latest Paws Boutique bag. I would have oh it go into school. All the bitches used to talk shit about me. Like, <laughs> who this girl with the freaking mm-hmm. Paws Boutique bag? She thinks she's nice. And I was like, no, I was the biggest loser, but I just like to dress nice because mm-hmm. I'm cognitive. That was my culture. Yeah. So... Yeah, man, that was my school experience with my uniform. Mm-hmm. It was very... I didn't get kicked out, though. We thank God. They did me dirty. My, my family. They <laughs> did me so dirty. And even, like, when I think back, I used to do... Um, I used to have long hair. So I used to do my hair okay. in, like, K-Rose. And I remember I used to come in um, with, like, K-Rose Mohican, and I'd have the middle out. Is that you, teachers yeah? could not take me. They <laughs> like could not he. take me. Like, they would always tell me I need to, <laughs> Liberated. like... Liberated. Right? They were mm-hmm. telling me I need to, like, plait down my my Mohican. And oh. They were just so... They were on that energy. Yeah, they were just... They were over me. They were over me. They literally kicked you out, so they definitely... Yeah, they were over me, I'm telling you. <laughs> That's mad. So, thinking about... You've said that you kind of grew up in fashion. That's all you knew. And I feel like... Yes. From your customising your uniform, yeah. I feel like that's... I feel like that's a big telltale sign that fashion is for you. Yeah. Now thinking about, I guess, being an influencer. Oh, God. And (laughs) your styling now, and I guess your place in the influencer culture. Mm -hmm. How do you approach your styling now? Like, is there anything different from the times when you start to do your uniform? Like, what's, what's the process? I feel like my process is always, like, just being me Mm. how do I feel and the thing is with me because I've been it's so weird I've been in school I've studied fashion I'm I'm so into detailing I'm so into things how things look on me Mm -hmm. like just the detail in 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 garments and things that when I wake up I'm just like okay if I don't like how this shirt looks I will cut it Mm. I will crop it. Mm. I like to custom customize things I already have, mm. and that's my process of dressing. And if I've seen it before, I'm not really trying to wear it because mm. I'm all I'm all about you know setting trends, like creating some new stuff, like mm. being creative with fashion. I want it to keep moving, you know, evolving it, and um, that's how I think about what I'm gonna wear. It's very weird. And do you think that I don't com- plan it. do you think that comes from seeing like all the adventurous and 
fashion forward stuff yeah. at like the Congolese parties yeah. and your parents mm-hmm. and all of mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I think it just is, it comes from a place where seeing my parents, they would just wear stuff and they would just customize it on the dot. Mm. Like my mom would, I don't know why, she would have shirts. I think, let me, get, if you guys, parents did this too, let Namar know. But um, my mom would get ties and just wear them over her shirt. Like she would just do crazy mm. stuff of ties, pa- like male pants. And, and I just loved how creative she was with garments, clothing. So I was just like, you know what? I need to be like that too. She inspired me so much. I don't want to look like everybody else. I want to look like Jennifer McCain. Mm-hmm. I, I want to look like me. And um, yeah, man, that's my process really with dressing myself and, you know, doing all that. So, so process-wise, mm-hmm. obviously you and Jasmine are both stylists. Mm-hmm. And you guys styled IMDDB's yeah. latest video, End of the World. Yeah. So outside of like your personal styling for yourself, mm-hmm. what's your approach? With other people. Yeah, with other people. Is it different? It's the same. Mm. Who are you? Mm. I want to style you for who you mm. are and what vibe are you giving? Mm. Because a lot of the time people like to style artists and put them in costumes and it's so far-fetched from who they are. And sometimes when you see um, certain artists and things, the clothes is wearing them, they're not wearing the clothes. Mm. And that's the thing, you don't want you don't want the garments to wear you. You need to own the garments. You mm. need it to be a part of you. You need it to mesh with who you are and merge into your personality. So mm. for me personally, when I'm working with other people, I like to get to know who they are. So then I know what to put you in. Mm. I need to know what you like. Like, what's your fuego? What's your sauce? Like, mm. so I could, you know, merge yeah, it. Interpret what like, I'm yeah. not trying to make you look like a clown. I yeah. want you to look like a more elevated mm. being. Yeah, it's know? true. And I think in a time where there are so many, like, copycats and people, like... Mm-hmm studying <laughs> others and <laughs> i guess stealing the swag yep. um mm-hmm. it's important to kind of understand where someone's coming from and like trying to enhance and elevate the authentic them mm-hmm. um it's very it's very important then yeah mm, i agree so yeah shout out to you for doing the imdd video Thank you and jazz you. it looks amazing that was so much fun i can imagine i can imagine it was fun because number one you were doing what you love which yes. is styling mm-hmm. but also you're so big on female empowerment oh yeah so 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 big on um, female empowerment and mm-hmm. i'm in an interview you did you said i don't want any man attached to my success oh child did speak i on say it. that speak on it oh, speak on it you know what it is yeah it's <laughs> Jasmine is gagging Jasmine in the corner, by the way. We're going to get Jasmine on before the end of this episode. Jasmine's back. gagging. <laughs> Do you know what it is? I just study humans. Mm-hmm. And I study what people get gassed over. And it just, it has come to my attention that people only respect you when a rapper respects you or mm. when a footballer respects you, when mm. you are effing a footballer or when you're, you're effing a rapper or you're F, why does it have to, why do I have to be validated in this world mm. when a man validates me with his peen? Mm. No, like I don't want you to say a rapper's name before you say my name mm. because I work too hard. I just work too hard. Mm. That's just what it is. Like we work hard as women to, to do what we have to do for ourselves. And you know what? 
don't take no shortcuts go through go through what you have to do with your career and you will reap what you sow mm. in the best way you'll get all the greatness coming towards you and that's why i said that because i was just like i'm just so tired of women only being validated when they're seen with a guy mm. a, a powerful man and i like i said in that interview and i think you're referring to right mm-hmm. you, i have rappers in my dms don't get it Ooh. twisted but Ooh. it's like i don't know you you are human mm. being just like me and we are not going to do this clout thing yeah. or you know what i'm saying i just don't i'm i don't want that for myself i work too hard to get to where i am today and i don't want that to just be diminished by oh that's so and so's girl yeah, or something like that cuz that's that's how society yeah, cuz no true. one really i'm i'm micro so no one really knows me like that so you will not come <coughs> i'm joking <laughs> sorry I, I shouldn't even be coughing on the mic i feel like that's how i feel like you mm. know i just don't want it to be like oh this person that's that girl that's that rapper's girl that's mm. that no that's jennifer mcking mm. that's no more yeah that's just ja- you true. know what i'm saying like it, it's the worst thing and you know like i said seeing society just praise that is weird i feel mm. like they don't even know that they do it yeah they do it a lot and i feel like they either it's hold a up a woman's success because of a man or mm. they like hold a woman responsible for all that the wrongdoings of a man it's like this weird like catch yeah. 22 where women are involved in some kind of way even if they aren't actually doing anything it's yeah. it's too much mm. but thinking about like women's empowerment and like your amazing relationship with your sister where does yeah. that where does that come from because i think we live in a time when people are so quick to talk about like female empowerment and mm. and then when you meet them in real life mm-hmm. energy don't lie <laughs> <laughs> energy don't lie energy don't lie energy but when don't you lie meet them in real life they're not giving they're not giving you that same energy they're giving mm-hmm. you that whole it's very much okay i'm just doing this for social media i'm doing this to get a bag Mm -hmm. but i think with you and how long i've known you i've seen like i've seen that that's you like genuinely like where thank you where does where do you think that comes from i don't know like me and my sister all all that we got like obviously we had to go through it too like before we came to this type of platform of being this conscious we were young and when we was younger we were like don't wear my clothes da, 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 you know what i'm saying <laughs> but when we evolved and elevated mentally we knew like why are we even are why would we complain about materialistic shit mm. we're sisters like yeah. it'll look fly on you bitch and it'll look fly on yeah. me so that's both and that's, together. that's genuinely the vibe like mm-hmm. you guys uplift each other so much and it's so it's so beautiful to see like it's it's a really beautiful today, thing it was like to shooting see. outside yeah they were like <laughs> taking pictures and stuff and they were gassing up each other and I, i'm definitely as i said you meet so many people that claim to be about female empowerment and claim to be like loving mm. and caring but that's just genuinely you like Thank that's you. just genuinely you i love um, my sister like i feel like you've got to show your sister's love in real life mm. like i don't even female empowerment, right? I don't even want to claim that anymore. I just love my sisters. Mm. Like, in real life, because I feel like that word empowerment is being used in so many word- ways. Mm. And the wrong people, people that are really negative are, are now using it as an attack 
on other people mm. just minor shit on minor shit but with my sister i love her in real life with my female friends i love them in real life like and i can prove that mm. and everyone around me could say you know can say like mm. yeah Jen, everyone around me sees how much i love the women that mm. i have in it's my true. life so it's i don't really need true. to like do the most and say it because i live it yeah it's a difference it's true people don't live it they like to post it on instagram but don't be treating people like us in real life like that's just mm-hmm. <laughs> weird. We we it's you. weird yeah and that's very weird one thing i love about you as well is that mm. you are all about female empowerment mm-hmm. and like loving on women but you're not scared to call stuff out when you see stuff going on amen and i wanted to touch on kind of like the influencer culture okay because you said the world supports black culture on white women oh did I say that? Yeah, you did. Okay. And I think <laughs> when I when I think about the influencer culture yeah. and when I think about like the co-opting of blackness, so let's take like your features, for instance, like you have naturally like big yeah, lips. Yeah. And now this is like a big thing that mm-hmm. influencers want to do and like pump up their lips, even down to like this weird kind of cosplay of blackness, like the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the braids, the nails, all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. Ooh. Uh-huh. all this kind of stuff uh-huh. um yeah i guess kind of just talk on that and how does that affect you because i also uh-huh. know that you spoke about pay as well how oh, black child. influencers are likely to get paid less so i'm assuming yeah. those things all kind of work in hand because it's like you guys don't want to pay the black influencers slash yeah. models correct uh-huh. but you will play you you will play you will pay they these, do play us. Oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's perfectly subconscious speaking okay <laughs> some cultures no. but you will pay these like white influencers who are quote co-opting blackness and doing this kind of weird cosplay of blackness so mm-hmm. how do you feel about that being an influencer okay i've got so much to say about this but you know let me see if i could keep it mm-hmm. okay so <laughs> so it's a lot it's a lot like I, like again like I said I always observe people and one thing I've realized is people love black culture on a white girl or mm. you know someone that's not you know ethnic not mm. black you know um and they get more engagement they get the, people just more intrigued mm. with the idea of a white woman dressing up as a black woman with locks and long acrylic nails and they, they just love it they mm. they praise it like they gas it up but the real black girls that they're biting off of they don't give the same love and support mm. and it it really did it was hurting me because it's like these people that copy are on my page stealing like appropriating like and i see them mm. I, I i keep i, I see who's watching yeah, my stories i told you jen is I your see who's liking <laughs> i have celebrities watching me i have so many people watching me um and then it's like okay then i see it i, I see it done on a bigger platform which is okay because i don't i don't care about numbers i care about the quality mm-hmm. of what you do but again, numbers do work when it comes to like your reach and stuff like that. So obviously you can, you know, copy a girl on Instagram. Nobody will know you copied it because your mm-hmm. audience is so big and only know your face and it's only familiar with you. And all these brands are only familiar with you that they'll think, oh, this person 
has done this. They're amazing. But meanwhile, there's a bunch of black women out here. Shout out to all my black trendsetters on Instagram. Yep. Micro influencers. Shout out to you guys because I love you guys. You guys inspire me too. But they're biting from us. Mm. And it's, it's not true. fair. They don't give us this love, the support. They don't gas us. They don't gas us when we have naturally acrylic nails done because that's a part of our culture it's a natural thing for us you know what i'm saying so that really annoys me and then on top of that they get paid for being fake Mm. i'm so sorry i just had to put it like that hopefully get paid more for having fake lips and then i get abused i get um called duck lips and stuff like that i get you know burner accounts making fun of my my features and stuff and they get paid it's disgusting and hopefully yeah, i know we keep saying like hopefully the industry it just needs to change but yeah it just needs to change and point. i think quality needs to be recognized 100%. over quantity and like original quality as well like the people mm-hmm. that are actually out here doing their own thing and setting their own trends mm-hmm. so thinking about influencer life mm. away from the negative one thing i love about you as well is that <laughs> even though like you are an influencer it mm-hmm. wasn't really something that you sought out to do I fell it can't, into yeah, it. it just kind of just like fell into your lap so yeah. kind of tell us about obviously we know you you studied it for a bit and we yeah, know fashion. you immersed in the culture mm-hmm. because like the congoleseness yes like how did it fall in your lap oh my god it happened when i went to new york mm. and i got to new york because obviously i was doing fashion school mm. out there my parents were like very like oh do you want to go over there to study are you Mm -hmm. sure and i'm like yeah i just want to do my final years out there i need a change of environment because london was suffocating me and we'll Mm -hmm. talk about that later on um but yeah i went to new york and i kind of had to discover myself for real Mm. i again i was speaking to you this about this earlier about how the scene out there just inspired me how the people out Mm -hmm. there were just so liberated so themselves they would express themselves in crazy ways wear anything they wanted and i was just like yeah this is where i need Mm. this is where i'm gonna find myself yeah this is where i'm gonna find myself for real especially with my fashion so you know i'd go vintage shopping out there and just put looks together Mm -hmm. and just shoot it and shoot it and i had so much support from strangers like literally and that's how it all started Mm. like i was sharing more but even before that even before i went to new york i was sharing a lot of my fashion stuff via my blog in london but it just amplified more when i went over the Mm -hmm. to the states which was kind of weird well it's kind of strange i will say there is this weird <laughs> there's this thing <laughs> about the UK sometimes where like you don't get you don't get the recognition you deserve until you get that like American US kind of coast validation. Your, yeah, so weird, which is annoying, but yeah, yeah, it's unfortunately true sometimes. So yeah, I was I in London. Means my sister had a blog called Double the Fashion Trouble, and yeah, when we went out there, we were just like, yeah, let's just film and just you know share our style and stuff like that and yeah man it just got a lot of attention and that's how it all started i really cannot remember my first job Mm. but i that's how everything came it came actually my first job was when i was in new york sick it's crazy. Well, well done. We have so many memories in New York. I one know. Of, I've got a few that I want to quickly like touch on. Come on, give it one to One of them. my favorite is us all being in the diner. Oh. And yes. manifesting like so. I think oh it was two thousand and was it two thousand and sixteen? Oh, 
right. Listen, Wait, this is Jasmine. a throwback. This is a throwback. This is a Jasmine, come come to come to this mic. I cannot believe this. It's time to really get real with it. Wow. Hi guys. Hey, um Jasmine McKing has entered the chat. (laughs) So one of my um fondest memories of all of us in New York was when there was this diner, I can't remember. Was it Bed Stuy? Bed Stuy. It was Bed Stuy. It was on. Um, where was don't it? Don't tell. Don't. Mm-mm. Oh, it was on <laughs> Saturday. <Sight Arrow. laughs> it was on Saturday. Let me just shout. I was about to explode. I was getting. I was really go. I already go down. There was this um diner, and I think it was 2016 or 17. And I remember we were all there. Mm-hmm. This is when Jasmine had blue hair. Oh yeah. Oh, no wait. Oh, yeah, you I had the did. blue bob. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I can't yep. remember how your hair was. I can't remember. I had. I can't remember. I think you I had, had your the... finger waves. No. Yeah, you... yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, I think you had. Yeah, two I, did. I, did. I did. I did. I did. I had my finger waves. Yeah, I had a, her finger and waves. And we sat there. Can and you we... hear yourself, Jasmine? We... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jasmine has this hairstyle on that oh, will not yeah. let her put headphones on. It's fine. You okay, don't really. Okay. You, can, you, you can, you can we hear Jasmine though? Yeah, I, I can hear you. Yeah, we were at this diner and mm-hmm. we, it was kind of like a tradition. Every time we were in New York together, we would meet at the diner. Oh, yeah, then, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember that. So we key, sat key. there and we like spoke about like everything that was going on and we kind of spoke about the things that we were doing and everything we wanted to do. I can't believe you remember. And everything that we this. spoke about that day has come to fruition. Wow. It, yeah, I feel like it's every so single has. thing we said that we wanted it to do manifest. has it come did. through. Yeah. It did. Yeah. That's wow. like one of my fondest. Another one is when, wow. it, yeah, wow. it's, I think about that a lot. We really like we do this so much. That. Yeah, we probably wow. sat there and spoke about everything wow. we wanted to do, and we're we're sitting here now, twenty twenty. Everything's coming to fruition. That like, is mad. Yeah. It's so true. Another one is when um we went to the gay club. Oh yeah, that was lit. That was that was, that was a vibe. So Yo. Lit. It was guys, a vibe. The scene. Oh no, guys! You <laughs> stand. That and, was a madness. But yeah, I think just like touching on New York, I think for all of us, I think New York has kind of been like an important part of our stories. Where yeah, we've kind of like found ourselves in some regards and found our styles and kind of been able to express ourselves in ways that we may not have been able to mm-hmm. in the UK. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so man. yeah, shout out to me. What's some of your like fond memories? Of- I think everything you mentioned is mine. Yeah. Like literally. Same. There's some that I, I can't mention on here, but yeah, no, no. Yeah, but there's. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can't mention. <laughs> okay, yeah, we can't mention. Let me tell you something. Namor just knows that like, we just look at each other in certain situations, <laughs> and we already know what the tea <laughs> is given. But yeah, we've had some great times. We did. You've said that like music is a really important part of like your process. Oh yeah. And how you work. I love Who music. do you have on rotation at the moment? Who are you listening to? Oh Cesar. Mm. That song has been on repeat. Hear different, hear different, yeah, I get the vocals. <laughs> Lamar needs to drop that album. It's Ace coming. Up. It's cu- the mixtape's coming. Okay, EP. <laughs> the mixtape is coming. But nah, Cesar for real. I love her. She. I just feel like she's just so... She's a Scorpio too. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she and is. And I just feel you her so tell. much. And my girl says, I know you be pretty me too. I've seen you in my Insta story, honey. 
I see you, honey. I know, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to, Shout out to you, honey. We I you. love her. She is such a goddess. I love how she does her thing. I love how she expresses herself. I love how she takes time out to really practice self-care. I just love how she is, man. Mm, She's really cool. Um, oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. The top drops for me is Bryson Teller too. Oh, I haven't listened. Is it oh, giving? Oh, it is giving yeah. because he always takes me back to the old school. Mm. And it's like in the modern day, though, he evolves the sound. And that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love how he does that. So I would say those two. And IMD, IMDDB as well. You know Shout out to her. I listen to a lot of sh- shit that she needs to drop ASAP. You know what I'm saying? That, exclu- that new name. stuff mm-hmm. that has been on rotation. Her currently. But yeah, shout out to her too. Because she's going to drop some madness on us. Um, and I'm very excited. End of the World is out now. If you want to go and listen. What? Styled by Jennifer and Jasmine. You know what I'm saying? End of the World's given. <laughs> you know going into the stars and galaxies vibe but yeah those are the top three so excluding them two mm-hmm. Susan Bryce and Tiller mm-hmm. if you're mood boarding or if you just need to get in your creative zone yeah. who is your go-to artist and I feel like I know who you're gonna say oh okay maybe I don't oh you want little, little kid yes I- <laughs> Listen, that's what I thought you were gonna say. That's what I didn't want to have to. No, but can Jennifer I can today. I have free? Okay, yeah, go have free. It will be Lil Kim. Mm-hmm. I know. You know she. <laughs> listen, we're not even gonna get into <laughs> it. Like a dungeon dragon. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Sorry, I'm joking. Go on, Jennifer. <laughs> I was screaming. See, you was guess on my freaking back. I just about came this. up in it a little bit. Sorry, 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 sorry. Go on. Listen, I call it. I call it Lil Kim, of course. Um, I would say, um, I have to in terms of like being creative and out of the box you guys are gonna probably be surprised but bust the rhymes oh my gosh i love bust the rhymes bust the rhymes all over the yeah oh my gosh you're giving me yeah yeah you're gay bust the rhymes because bust the rhymes i feel like he was so underrated in terms of style fashion Mm. the way he would create everything i loved a bit of buster I always go back. Time. I go he back. He was really man. ahead of his time. Yeah, like. man. And then the last one would be Janet Jackson. And you know what's so mad? I was just, as soon as we said Buster, I was like, Jasmine is giving me the hair from that cover that she yeah. did. I can't remember the album or the song. Oh, or yeah. Whatever yeah, she is. But it's that kind it's of given. It's like elevated. Yeah, it's yes, given. It's that. given an evolved version. Yes. But yeah, those are my top three because if you really look at their catalog, their visuals, the videos, on point yeah it just true. gives you too much inspiration it's i could go on i could give you a dirty list it's true in the best way but in terms of inspiration if you want to be inspired if you want to you know get out of the box these people were the indigos oh and on top of that missy elliott but mm. they were like fashion yeah. music yeah vibes yeah for me. I yeah. definitely feel you on that Buster Ryan one. I think he mm-hmm. was just like so ahead of his time. Oh, yeah. So ahead of his time. So thank you so much for coming today. I feel like we've learned loads about you. Yeah, loads. thank you for having me. I have three questions to Okay, let's, let's go, on. let's go, let's go, let's go. Shoot. What song lyrics describe your life right now? Oh, this my might, This God. is a hard one. This is a hard one. Oh, my God. Me tell him, man, he's not there. So call me a boom. <laughs> it's probably that song. I heard you. <laughs> you know what? That, and I would say, <laughs> I would say, mm-hmm. um, I'm living my life like it's golden. Living, living my life like, like it's golden. golden. I feel like that is 
what I'm on right mm. now. I'm on to the golden eras of my life. I'm living my life for the gold it is. Cause, you know, we're all African. We, mm. we come from gold. It's true. You know, so that's how I feel right now. That will be my, my anthem right now. What advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, my God. I'll tell my younger self that, girl, you knew. You knew. Because mm. I was, I, my younger self would stop me from getting into some shit mm. that I didn't. I just always used to think ahead. And I would also tell her not to worry too much. I used to worry about a lot of things that I didn't have to worry about. Mm. And um, what else would I tell her? Just trust, trust thyself. Trust yourself. Yeah. Don't doubt yourself. Trust your intuition. Mm. You know, be more self-assured. And that's what I would tell my younger self. And then final question. Mm -hmm. And I, I have an answer for this, mm. but I want to hear your answer as well. Go, go off. What is your superpower? Oh, child, I have men many period <laughs> uh, multiple uh what is my super i what is it though so can what i say what say i think one? i think yours is like the power of discernment like the oh. power of i kind of think that's kind of all of us but obviously it's about you oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. i we think have like that the power tribe. of discernment like being able to like see a situation and kind of pick the truth from it and look at certain people and like read that in it that's what i would yes. say yes i would say that is mine too i would say that is mine yeah i'm 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 with that. Because, again, that's what I said in the beginning. I'll tell my younger self you knew. Mm. Because I always knew certain things that I would look trust at. Trust your intuition. Mm. Mm. But trust I would not trust my intuition all the way mm. how I, I needed to. So, yeah. Nice. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on the first episode of Another thank Space featuring Jasmine me. McKing as well. Thank you, Jasmine. Hi. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and yeah, bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>